late night life and time with Harry Slime, but this one's a little bit special. This one, sometimes you get a couple of minds together and you create the three musketeers of podcasting, okay? And I call D'Artagnan, all right? That's the one I want to be, all right? D'Artagnan seems pretty chill. Um, he, he was always my favorite three musketeer when I was growing up. Always appreciated that. But tonight on the show, tonight on the show, man, I wish I had a big band. That'd be fucking sweet if I had like a, a Larry Sanders backing band to like kind of bring the guests out. <laughs> yeah, Anthony's doing the drum roll there. All right, well, we'll start. We'll start uh, alphabetical order here. You've known him on this podcast. I mean, he's done a lot of great episodes. He was a part of the special Ricky Carter episode, which popped the fuck off. Uh, he's back in action to talk some more shit. Anthony from Memphis. What the fuck's up, dude? Hey, what's up, man? It's me, Anthony from Memphis. Uh, I figure myself more of a, a dot out of the Animaniac, the Animaniacs, you know? Uh, <laughs> I don't really know too much about uh, what was he said? Ricky Carter? Oh, well, I know that guy, but I don't. <laughs> the Three Amigos, you know? The, th- the Three I Musketeers? Music. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're talking yeah, about the Three Musketeers. <laughs> My man's is over I'm here not... like, why is he referencing a candy bar? <laughs> I'm, yeah, I was about to say, he's like, I'm, I'm on a diet right now. So um, <laughs> I think I'm going to have to be uh, Larry if I was going to be one of the Three Stooges. Okay, okay, okay. All right. Well, and then coming in from Colorado. Hot and heavy. Super glad to have Shane on the pod. He's been on the last couple of ep- like I think the last four episodes, like pretty much already a regular around here. We've got Shane from Colorado. Shane, what the fuck's up, dude? Fuck yeah, I'm. Uh, I consider myself kind of like a a Moltar, you know? Yeah, just uh, yeah. In, in the background, uh, helmeted. Uh, you know, I can't breathe the oxygen here. You know. <laughs> Occasionally, you just have things pop up in your screen that, like, only you can really read. <laughs> I give like sage advice from time to time, you know. Moltar's yeah. Moltar's a wise motherfucker. He is. He is. I think Dude, Moltar's my favorite. He's the, the best ghost, ghost character. Yeah. I mean, I like Him. Brack. Brack is Brack is a fan favorite for a good reason. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, okay, so since we're speaking Space Ghost Coast to Coast, I have to say, like, my favorite guest appearance, this has got to be Beck. Have you you guys have seen that episode? Okay, right? yeah, yeah. Beck killed it, man. <laughs> Beck yeah, and yeah. D are my two favorite ones. I used to watch back to back on YouTube. Oh, they're so good, dude. They're so good. <laughs> hey, uh, if it's okay with you. With Bjork? Go ahead, Shane. What were you saying? Wasn't wasn't there an episode with Bjork too? I'm trying to think of who yeah. else was. Bjork was yep. a good one. Uh, Tom York. Uh, yeah, that's a good. One. <laughs> I I personally like the slash episode because he just cannot handle it at all. He's just like he has to leave. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what Do a they, great show! Is it on YouTube? The uh, the actual because doc- I know I was listening to like the uh, behind the scenes like. Um, for uh space ghost coast to coast and they were talking about like some people just didn't get it like they just didn't process what was going on that they were talking to a cartoon character because what they would do is they'd film and then they just read off and then they get confused so i know i don't know who it was but uh but they basically just had to get a dude to dress up like space ghost 
And I, I wanted to know if that was actually just a bit and they were just fucking with the audience when they said that, or if that there's actually footage of a guy dressed up like space ghosts. There is that whole, there's like a whole episode where they do like a live action version, which is pretty fucking great. I have to say yeah. like that, that's, that's a good one. I, well, I, speaking of like space ghost coast to coast, like, you guys know that like the guy who does the voice for Space Ghost like does that on Broadway and that's just his career now. Mm, yeah. <laughs> Space Ghost on Broadway? Yeah. <laughs> it went mainstream. People that many people like understood this shit and they were like, yeah, put it on Broadway. It's right like, next to the Lion King. Yeah, and like Wicked. He's not, he's not really going coast to coast anymore. He's just staying on one coast and that's it. Yeah. <laughs> he's you mob affiliated. <laughs> Damn, dude, that's actually kind of great to think about as if Space Ghost is mobbed up. <laughs> I like that. I guess just hanging out the boys. With on like the Big E versus Tupac thing now. He's made yeah. his decision. Is it like Eric Andre is like the West Coast and uh he's the East and Space Ghost is the East Coast. Yeah, there it is. Yeah, no, we, we gotta find out how Space Ghost felt about uh Bobby Schmurda's incar- incarceration. <laughs> <laughs> Free Bobby Schmurda. I can't do it. <laughs> oh shit. So um are are we are we completely sure? Because I, I know we've talked about Ricky Carter. On, I've talked to both of you about Ricky Carter. Are are we completely sure that like he's like going to eventually, you know, just snap? Or is this one of those things where like it's kind of like Chris Chan and it's going to take years and years? Like how far along on like the Ricky Carter going crazy like uh, timeline do you think that we are? Um, isn't he living with like his uh his family members right now? Like, is he is he not like living? So I, I, I th- the 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 story that I got is that he is currently living with family members because he was kicked out of his uh very humble abode, and it's it's kind of funny because like he he owes like according to what he said he owes about five hundred pounds in like uh, back pay for his apartment, and like he keeps getting people to like try to send him money but not for his apartment it's for like this charity calls to get this swingers club not to be shut down so he doesn't give a fuck dude he's at his parents house just like why are they shutting down the swingers club that's real g shit right there man (laughs) yeah just having emma watson posters hanging up in your fucking room your high school bedroom, you know, yeah. <laughs> these horribly photoshopped pictures of Emma Watson next to like pictures of you going to prom that you tape Emma Watson to. <laughs> He's probably upgraded to like deep fakes by now. He's really I hope so. Going in. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the other day, I kind of, I kind of trolled him a little bit because he, um, he posted, uh, can't, he posted a picture of himself and he was like, can't suck, can't fuck, or something like that. So I took his status and I was like, can't suck, addict to the shindig. And so I just did like a whole red hot chili peppers verse on it. 
that's not that's not far off from the original. It's pretty it's pretty on 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 uh, par for Anthony Kiedis, right? Yeah, yeah, I I should start sending him lyrics, yeah, bro. Let me ghostwrite the album. Or fucking or something yes. about teenagers in it, <laughs> dude. Isn't I he love like it. Forty now. Oh, it's, oh, they're like what sixty, and still like making like dick and sock funk rock. I forgot that he got big in the like he well he got he started really in the eighties. Yeah, yeah. It's so weird to think that they're still making music that. I don't hate the new Red Hot Chili Peppers. My family fucking loves it, and they put it on, and I had to sit there and just be like, "Yeah, this is the this is the Peppers." <laughs> <laughs> they don't. They have a new. They have a new fucking album out today. They do. They, they do. Like my dad was, another one. My dad was rocking it. He was having. Yeah, a, he was like, having a hell of a time, man. Shit, that's like two. That's like they're like the fucking King Gizzard now. It's <laughs> like every like three months, like we had another one. <laughs> Fuck, dude. On, I haven't. I haven't really listened to that one yet. I bet it is shit. Are we talking about Giz or are we talking about like fucking, <laughs> honestly the Giz, bro? Fucking, fucking both, probably. <laughs> I can't, dude. I don't know. Like every, every like three days, there's like a new King Giz album. I'm like, fuck. It just, I don't know. I my brain is too smooth to appreciate it. Maybe, dude. I, I this week. It, they they really do seem one like one of those bands where like there's an actual fatigue in like getting into them because there's so much music. Oh yeah, they're like the yeah, fucking yeah. like the Grateful Dead of the 21st century. Just like <laughs> shit, <laughs> fucking a jam band. Just, I mean, I yeah, I mean, I I'm talking shit, but like Infest the Rat's Nest is pretty cool. Yeah, I like, I like no, it. I thank you, thank you. Like, I, I hilariously, their best album is when they fuck around and make a thrash metal route record. It, it did, yeah. Like, <laughs> like, wait, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then like the new one, like the Ice Death, or no, I don't even know. There's another one after that. I can't fucking keep up. Like, I need like a fucking RSS feed of like King Giz albums and shit. The son of a bitch. That's so funny. I, I love it because they made that jazz record. They make all that like pro that, that jam rock and stuff. And then like they got a wild hair up their ass, made a thrash metal record, and it's the it's by far the best record they've put out. Like, oh my god. Apparently there's a there's a new peppers track uh on this album. It doesn't have any fucking guitar on it. What's they get they're getting fucking old. Yeah. Dude, are they, are they so doing new things? Now? I mean, what John Fushat was doing all that weird, like, Empyrean shit for a while. Maybe he's just like, you know what? We've been doing this for 40 years. It's been shit for at least, I don't know, 30. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> Dude, yeah, no, he, they're, they're practicing and they're running and it, and like they're running through a track and it just sounds like, you know, it just sounds kind of like can't stop or something like that. And he just stops the rehearsal and he's like, wait, I've got a mini moog. What if we put this into the song, like a little bit of sense solo and like Flea's ears perk up because he's been hanging out with Tom York for a little bit. And he's like, what? Yeah. Sense, sense, sense. <laughs> like, Anthony's like, hey, how do I do California over top of that? And you're like, oh, well, we could sample it, dude, and just have it repeat. How do I yeah. scat over electronica? What the fuck do I do? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know. I imagine Anthony Kiedis is like, no, this isn't. This isn't. A, this isn't the pepper sound. 
This is yeah. no, no. This is what I, I came to uh, I came to be in. I came in to go spooby dooby dooby doo, and I came in. <laughs> I came in to be extremely monotone over every song. Dude, man, is... I've said it at least like once or twice, probably maybe three times. But uh, honestly, why don't they just make like instrumentals? Just, just kick Anthony Kiedis out of the fucking band, dude. I mean, imagine I having like a legitimate creative breakthrough with a band, and then like he comes in and he's just like, "But where do I put my part?" And you're like, "All right." um I can arpeggiate some chords if you want. (laughs) Well, you guys want to rip off Mary Jane's last dance? Yeah, dude, let's fucking do it. (laughs) And then fucking Anthony Kiedis comes in with some shit like, what the fuck is that? Let's get it on with the alligator haters. What the fuck are you talking about, man? You can't just rhyme AB and just fucking throw a dart at a board. Like, What the fuck are you talking about? It's officially the did. Seth MacFarlane of rap. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's brutal. Oh, shit. <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta tweet that at that motherfucker. He's gonna see that shit. Yeah. <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> is gonna ruin his day, or do you think he's just not gonna get it? It's gonna go right up. His ego is so big that it's gonna go right over his head. I fucking love family guy. This guy rocks. <laughs> <laughs> I no, yeah, I'd say that on Twitter, and then like the next Chili Poppers album has like he somehow forces like giggity into like a rhyme or something like that. He might have already. I don't fucking know. There's a lot of scatting going on. <laughs> that's that's over actually the years. <laughs> Seth MacFarlane got giggity from Anthony, like an Anthony Kiedis B track. <laughs> yeah, just some scratch vocal. <laughs> hey folks, Harry Slime here. Just wanted to let you know that unfortunately my computer froze and the Zoom call was dropped, so we had to patch the second part of the podcast at this point here. No worries, though. I just wanted to let you know because the audio quality does go down because my microphone was being weird and it wouldn't pick up afterwards. So without further ado, here's the second part. All right. I'll just cut us to when we're there. Share sound. Okay. All right, folks. So this is uh, Seth MacFarlane, No Moon at All. Uh, Basically, you're probably going to hear a break in the recording um, and we're coming back because my computer froze because, I mean... I mean, obviously, after the episode that we had last week, needless to say, uh, the government is watching me and they are actively putting any kind of uh, roadblock in this podcast continuing. So, you know, honestly, we might end up starting a Patreon over this. So you can just you can just start paying us directly and we'll start hiding our stuff. That way the government doesn't get it. Bad, the government bad. doesn't understand Patreon. They don't. They don't. <laughs> yeah, that's the only. That's the only outlet that is outside of the powers. Actually, it'll be Patreon. us. It'll be us, Tim Dillon, Chapo Trap House, and people who make hentai, and that'll be us. That'll be Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's we fit right in. That's pretty that's much. Fine. That's pretty much the entirety of Patreon, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. All right. Here is Seth MacFarlane. No moon at all. Oh, that's sultry. Oh, yeah, this just this is beautiful. Oh my god, it's like 
This is some no-nonsense ass Frank Sinatra shit. No moon at all. No. What a night. If you didn't know this is Seth MacFarlane, you'd be like, wow, what is this fucking Frank Sinatra B-side? Yeah, no, my, my, my first, like, immediate 20-second in impression is, like, this is honestly, like, you know, if this came out during its day, I'm sure this would do just fine. Like, this is just as good as any Dean Martin, Frank Sinatra song, in my opinion. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like, you know, really solid, like, Led Zeppelin cover band. Like, these crusty old fucks don't, don't know what the fuck they're doing. But damn, can they copy some asshole from, like, 50 years ago? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I... I, I by I, that, I, I mean, it's absolutely sublime. <laughs> it's surreal hearing such beautiful music yeah well it, it's it's one of those things because like you're starting to get into the idea of like kind of the thing like our parents would get mad at us about where it's like why don't bands sound like the bands that like when i was you know a kid and it's like because music progressed that's what that's how art works but it is like it's kind of cool to like see somebody that like on the flip side of it, I guess you could see somebody who clearly likes a certain genre of music. That's not really popular anymore and is going to take time to craft it well and stuff like that. I, it really reminds me of, uh, I remember one time I saw, uh, you guys know Doc Severinsen, the like uh, band leader for Johnny Carson. Um, I, I, I vaguely, he he's 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 a he was an old school guy. He was the band leader for Johnny Carson back in the day. But his gig nowadays is he do, he like tours around and he basically plays like Spanish influenced jazz with these like musicians he met in a bar in Mexico. And like it's probably not like the best version of that stuff, but for what it is and for who's playing it, it's not bad. You know what I'm saying? It's, I feel like this is kind of how it is with the Seth MacFarlane thing. Am I am I am I right in this? Am I how do I mean, how do how do we feel about this take? If if I want to go see like uh, Stuart Copeland, so I can see the Spyro soundtrack, I, yeah. I, I wouldn't feel I wouldn't feel as good, but I would be very uh, <laughs> I would be very impressed. You know? Yeah, I I'd go that, watch this. Yeah, I, I I don't know. I I think that <clears throat> I I've listened to a good bit of the Seth MacFarlane. Like I, like I've already you know ate a little bit before I, I finished the dinner. I feel like. Uh, before I, uh, you know, got to the dessert, uh, I feel like uh, it's not really so much as like a. It's definitely an homage. I'll give you that. But I, I definitely feel like he tries his best to bring his like something to it. So like to the point where like yeah, I, I don't think a bunch of Family Guy fans would, would definitely be his target audience. But... For sure. <laughs> no, it's gonna be the uh, what's the 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 American Dad folks. Yeah, yeah, they're gonna be this. This is dialing right into those motherfuckers. Yeah, I'd say Dude. I don't know. Like, if I was gonna, I was gonna blow my brains out. This is gonna be the album that's gonna be playing in the background. <laughs> <laughs> it's a perfect album to do it to. It, yeah, it's yeah. You know, it's like uh, it's real. It's some real plastic soul shit. You know. Yeah, <laughs> my joke would be uh, goodbye. This mortal coils and will end in tears. Hello, Seth MacFarlane's discography for when I park my car in the garage with the garage door down. <laughs> just, just, just blaring show tunes of my dead bodies in the Civic. <laughs> I want to cry, but it's just so catchy. <laughs> <laughs> Christ, fucking Christ. 
<laughs> we shouldn't let his body out now. You know, it's just in poor taste. Let the discography play through. Look, close the garage door if you guys are going to start swing dancing. We can't let the press see this. <laughs> <laughs> are they playing Seth MacFarlane in there? Oh, boy, give myself a martini. Oh, no, it's a dead body. Can't stop the dance. <laughs> I got the jig of 95. <laughs> Damn, Anthony, you play like a pretty great old school detective. Yeah, <laughs> I could, I could, I could. 10 out of 10. All you're missing is just like, well, I don't know how who did this, so I guess it's a black guy. And you just leave the crime scene. <laughs> <laughs> there's, this, uh, there's this one dude on Twitter, and uh, I, I think the world of him, he's a great guy. Uh, but he's just like, he's from... I don't want to dox a guy. He's from South America and he's obsessed with Columbo. Have you ever heard of Columbo? Yeah. No, the yeah, detective. Dude. Yeah, yeah I, I didn't know so much about Columbo. And uh, I think we were one time I was just talking to him and he just told me like to watch a bunch of episodes. And I was like, this guy fucking rocks. I love this guy, dude. I think <laughs> he just comes in and just goes like, this. <laughs> did you do it and then they're like yeah and he's like i knew it you know it's he's a fucking kick-ass dude i love uh, colombo i don't know how i never heard about him until like uh, two months ago <laughs> dude so you're, you're wait is it you said red colombo or regular colombo is there no, a no, red colombo no oh, there, I there's, thought there just was... a re- there's just a regular colombo there's no oh. uh there's no diet colombo just yet or like a <laughs> communist version yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah, wait, yeah, <laughs> yeah <I was> like, <laughs> damn, he solves crimes and he quotes marks. That's fucking sick, bro. Solves <laughs> crimes against the communist state. Yes. Who left this hammer and sickle on the ground? Oh wait, it was me. <laughs> uh, shit, <laughs> that fucking rules. Oh man, that's sick. All right. Um, well, it looks like this meeting is – I'll stitch those two parts together, um, and this meeting is kind of coming to – we're in the last five minutes. But any uh, any last uh, words, thoughts, uh, any funny bits that anybody thought of during the week? Any funny thoughts or observations? Can't think of any right now. I'll have to come back with you on that one. That fucking dude from Harry Potter died. Fuck him. Oh yeah, yeah, Hagrid, Rip Hagrid, or, or uh, fuck Hagrid. I don't know. Yeah, rotten hell, Hagrid. <laughs> Damn, somebody got a cadaver. You're right dead, now. Harry. <laughs> Wait, it's me. Oh shit! You're a corpse, Harry. <laughs> Wait, no, I'm a corpse. <laughs> hell yeah, dude. Hell yeah. <laughs> I um I guess my last thing is um I work with a couple of Mexican fellows and um they were talking amongst themselves and they overheard like a larger group conversation that me and like a couple of, of people were having where we were talking about weed and all of a sudden one of them just kind of like looks over and makes direct eye contact with me and he just goes El Verde Diablo. <laughs> it just walks the fuck away from me. <laughs> Man, you gotta love those Catholics. Those, uh, those, uh, the, that's. <laughs> I know. Jesus Christ, man. What? what were you saying, Shane? Uh, no, just did some real fucking Catholics. 
Yeah. <laughs> the most authentic Catholicism you can fucking get. <laughs> it's a 100 percent catholic yeah, it's pure fucking fucking catholic dude that is so catholic that like your aztec ancestors are now like shaking in their graves for how much the fucking spanish have influenced your fucking life bro they are so pissed off dude they are so mad like like somewhere in like tetuacan or whatever the fuck it's called there's just like a hawk that just goes like and is just pissed off about it like i wouldn't smoke the diablo any ever after that at all man I'm terrified, <laughs> and they weren't even yelling at me. I yeah, know, I think dude. that's a that's an ill omen. I'm getting off the sauce. I think. I know, dude. I, what if he finds out I, if I have my medical card? He's not even going to be able to handle it. <laughs> like, not only do I have connection to El Verde Diablo, I'm getting the government's connection to El Verde Diablo. <laughs> it's weed Illuminati, bro. <laughs> The government may have given you the card, but not God. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right, folks. Um, On that note, uh, we're going to call it an evening, but uh, Life and Time with Harry Slime on Facebook and Instagram. Anthony, got a quick plug? Uh, My buddy Shane, uh, what's what's your, um, your links? I don't exist anywhere on the fucking internet. Good luck, everybody. Oh yeah, dude. Check <laughs> that it out. gang shit. That gang shit. <laughs> um, yeah, ASAS comic for Anthony on Twitter. Go check him out. But on that note, folks, we uh, we're gonna call it, and we'll uh, we'll see y'all later. Harry Slime is out. The toxic drink theory in America. Yes, America, not other countries. We don't have a single problem or a toxic source. It's multiple and allows one who, if they happen to sip of multiple sources of toxicity, it can brew into something horrifying inside you. What's your toxicity? Some specific type of racism or bigotry. Anger and rage with a dash of depression and anxiety. Political or religious hatred. It seems to start with a combo of these three things and when it morphs into its final form or it ages into its own to go along with this metaphor that I started. So I get the natural inclination of want to shut down any place that allows us to grow, but you have to pinpoint its exact location. The mission is to find the source.